Yeah. You like that? You like that shit? That was lit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Nubish. Thank you. I appreciate that. But see, not all, the, the intro was awesome. It was awesome. But while the intro was playing, y'all didn't see the the, the, the the true awesomeness. And that was Jeff popping and locking during the whole intro. <laughs> you guys didn't see that shit, man. Oh. Oh. What? I was feeling it, dude. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> I was getting ready to do the whole like bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff got rhythm. That's right. Everybody got rhythm on, on the versus crew. What is going on? All you beautiful horror movie loving badasses. That's right. We're gonna be talking about some of the ghouls, some of the vamps, but mostly witchcraft. That's right. La 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 witch. That's right. We're going to be talking about some stuff. And uh, two icons. That's right. Two Itai icons. Mario Bava and Dario Argento. That's right. And both of these movies, uh, both of these directors were in their prime. So this is this is going to be a fun uh, discussion. But let's see who is here in the, in the house. Who do we got up in here? Roll call. We got Lady Danish in the house. What is going on? That's right. Good to see you. That's right. We got jake hall that's right jake hall in the house that's right movie dojo channel member son that's right we got lance in the house daryl johnson johnston how you doing uh dj anubis is here as well that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's right i'm here yes heather what's going on that's right clicking on the channel members there you go bam there you go she's saying hello to our new guest there and we'll get to him in a second. In a second here, and the sexy sumo, the sumo that is the sexiest. What's going on, man? It's good to see sumo. you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, great panel today of guests as usual here on Versus. But uh, quick shout out to the badasses that were not able to be here today, and they are they're suffering. They're bummed. Uh, Lindsay was like, "Fuck." <laughs> Lindsay was like, "God damn it." But she has she forgot, you know, scheduling wise, she had to handle something today. So Lindsay couldn't be here. But uh subscribe to her channel. Lindsay Washburn is phenomenal. And uh hey, let me let me, let me click on the the, the the photos here. Let me let me go up a little bit to the top. Uh another shout out, uh, who was also bummed he couldn't be here. Filmmaker director Scott B. Hansen. That's right. Uh uh he he was bummed that he couldn't make it today as well, but we'll get him on the show. Uh, for sure in the future. We'll definitely get him here. And uh, shout out to Darren uh, Gear. That's right. Uh, he could not be here as well. We got to give the shout outs uh, to the members. That's right. The Retaliator son. That's right. The Gear Brothers, Jeff and Darren. That's right. Make sure you guys see the Retaliators. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show, man. Welcome back. Great to be here again, man. Excited. Very yeah, excited. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know you're, I know what you're probably thinking. Well, what about Joel's shout out? Well, Joel is is here in spirit. <laughs> I have a little video to play a little bit later, but yeah, we love Joel. He uh, he he still was bombed he, that he uh, couldn't make it today, but he's here with us in spirit. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and start it here. Guest roll call, Jeff. We already said what's going on to the to the other gear brother that be bad asset, and we have what what metal and horror baby. That's right, I, DJ. I look familiar. I know, I know. DJ Anubis is back on the channel. That's right. And the first time on Versus, that's right. 
The second half of Retro Serial. Shout out to Ian. That's right. Out there making people laugh, son. That's right. Doing the stand-up comedy. You know, a lot of people said for years that I would be good at stand-up comedy. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Have you seen your first video you ever put up? That was pretty comic. Oh, no. I need to private that. I need need to private that. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, But, yes, Thrash Pondo Ponds. That's right. Make sure you check out his channel and subscribe. Everybody here, all their information is in the description box below. So make sure you guys follow and subscribe. Thrash has a love, just like all of us here. He's a movie-loving badass. He has a love for films, action, horror, all that good stuff. So I had to get him on here. That's right. And uh, maybe in the future, we'll get you back here on here some more verses. But welcome to the show, my friend. It is an absolute pleasure. I'm glad I finally was able to make it. And there will be a next time, I promise you. Nice, nice. I was, I was like, man, should I call him Bob or Thrash? Bob, like, D- Anubis, Thrash, Thrash. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot badass. It's a lot more cooler. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, have some fun talking about both of these classic films, and uh, we're gonna have a good time. So I'm gonna kick it off here. Uh, don't forget, guys, spoilers. I mean, a lot of the spoilers was already in the intro, so <laughs> these movies right. have been out for a long time. So this is yeah, gonna be yeah, stand by now. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, for those who have are, are have not seen uh, Black Sunday, here is the quick plot synopsis, so you at least have an idea what the movie's about. So Black Sunday, nineteen sixty. We going back to the old school. That's right. Uh, It's about a vengeful witch and her fiendish servant return from the grave and begin a bloody campaign to possess the body of the witch's beautiful look-alike descendant. That's right, directed by Mario Bava, starring uh, the amazing Barbara Steele. Yes. So I I seen this uh, like five billion years ago. I've seen, it's, it's been it's been a long time, uh, uh, but I was just like you know what, and I I remember enjoying it. I remember enjoying it for the most part, uh, but for this verses, I had to rewatch it. So it'd be interesting to I was I was I was curious like, am I gonna hate this now? <laughs> like because you never know, right? You never know when you when you revisit a film after so many years have passed. You 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 know sometimes you may love it more. You may be still the same with it, or you may you may hate it. You know you never know. Uh, but, uh, this is a still really great stuff here, man. Like this, this is just the perfect example of the macabre, just the gothicness of it. I mean, there's shots in this movie that you're just like, where, I, I don't see this now. Like, it's just like Bava, it was in terms of cinematography and the way he made things look, it's just so, so fantastic, uh, in, in Black Sunday. Uh, but the real star, of course, is uh, Barbara Steele. Uh, kills it. She she kills it, owning uh, two different roles. Mm-hmm. That's right, playing two different roles. Uh, the 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 evilishly fun, uh, evilishly funny to me sometimes. But <laughs> just she's so e- just revels in her evilness uh, character, and then the complete opposite is just somebody that faints a lot. <laughs> You know what I mean? What was it? Five times? I think she fainted. Uh, but you know, she's that's the point. She's playing the polar opposite. Plus, it's the 60s. That happens a lot back then. Uh, they, they got a faint. 
Uh, plus, I'm sure if we saw, you know, a corpse coming back to life, if somebody we knew, you, you never know, we might fucking faint. <laughs> you never know how we've handled that, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, she's great. Uh, I think, what did I say last week, Anubis, when we were doing Sleepaway Camp? I said, um, uh, um, the lead actress from Sleepaway Camp, Felicia Rose, like, you're, you're going to lose the staring game. Yeah. With, uh, Felicia Rose, <laughs> right? Well, hey. In this movie, in this movie, oh, you're gonna lose the staring game uh, yeah, going up yeah. against Barbara. You're not gonna win. You're you're not gonna win. The rough gaze. Yeah. I think my favorite my favorite part of the film was the beginning. Believe it or not, uh, I enjoyed a lot of the a lot of the movie along the way. Oh, hold on. Woo! Shut up. Let me mute my phone. There, sorry. Uh, but I just the the beginning was just the way it looks. Look, I mean, look at this shit, guys. This is some fucking dark, for the greater good, you know, demonic <laughs> stuff we got. I mean, look at this. I mean, this is so, so good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, her her and her man, hey, they're, they're, there's a little bit of vampirism. They're all, they're all over the place in this movie, you know. But mostly they, you know, got burned. Well, they were trying to burn her, but the rain stopped it. <laughs> uh, but uh, for, for the witchcraft, basically. But look at that shot. I mean, such good stuff. And then they put on the, which they called the mask of Satan. Yeah. And I love, this is like my favorite, one of my favorite shots of the film right here. Uh-huh. Crush. This is the sixties, you guys. I know. This is the sixties. Oh. <laughs> you see the blood spurts. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is the sixties. This is like insane. That was uh, so horrifying when I saw it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like wow what a what an opening uh for sure but she's like you know what hey you guys are gonna rue the day just just wait give it time i'm gonna curse all you motherfuckers and uh and then our movie uh starts from there but i don't want to talk too much because we got a whole bunch of badasses here give them a chance to talk about what they like they didn't like the film uh but I'll, i'll pop in once in a while but just unbelievable shots like this look at this shot right here uh-huh are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Look at this shit. Is this a painting? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is insane. And there's just so many iconic shots uh, in here, especially when when Barbara Steele shows up. I mean, look at this. She's a she's a straight G, right? You <laughs> know, with the dog. I mean, she's a straight know. gangster right here, man. I mean, look yeah, at this. Dogs. I've seen people with T-shirts of her, um, you know, with their picture on T-shirts. Like, because she's it's just so iconic, and yeah. uh, my my last thing before we move on, uh, <laughs> this shot is one of my favorite shots in the movie, and it makes me laugh when uh, they're investigating the tomb and and they're looking around and he looks down and all he sees is this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would freak anybody out, like that staring at you the whole time, and you didn't even know that was there. Oh, and I. I I, I call bullshit too, by the way, uh, when she was like uh, seducing um, <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> I call bullshit, you know. She's like, you know, come kiss me, you know. And I, the only reason I'm calling bullshit is because the doc, the doctor was just like, you know, well. I- 
Uh-oh. No one's gonna turn down a kiss from Barbara Steele, you know. Like <laughs> I I wasn't I wasn't in control of myself. It was the witchcraft, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh well I, I guess I have to do it, you know. Yeah, that's like echoes of um the shining, you know, Jack Nicholson kissing that, you know, uh, ugly woman, you know, corpse or whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, just just a fun time. Uh, I love the atmosphere of it, and the performances are fun. It's, but Barbara's Barbara's the real show, uh, and uh, I just really enjoyed. It. I enjoyed the music. There's a lot to like about it. Um, uh, but enough of my yakking. I can't think of uh, top of my head something I didn't like about it, but that might pop in a little bit later. But uh, Jeff, what do you think about Black Sunday? Be honest. Yeah, well, you know, this was my first go through with this movie. Um, actually, with both movies, which I really loved. I, I love going in like haven't seen these movies. Even better if I've never heard of them. So then that was the case for uh, both of these. So that being said, I went into Black Sunday, and yeah, that opening scene was so captivating. I, I couldn't. Bl- I was like, wait, what year is this? You know what I mean? And just the set piece was amazing, and then that mallet smashing into the mask and all the blood spurting i was i mean i was like damn this is fucking uh, you know this is heavy metal man <laughs> i know yeah. <laughs> so it's it what he's talking about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it set the tone really really nicely like and um yeah i mean Bar- i didn't know who barbara Steele was either and by the end of the film i was like looking her up going like damn this I'm like in love with Barbara Steele now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, I, I need a poster. I need, you know, nice. You know, she was, she was, she was just awesome. And, you know, I really loved, I loved all the characters really. I mean, all the main ones, you know, the, the, the two doctors were hilarious. I loved how different they were. Um, I loved the, you know, and they, of course they have that old like acting kind of cadence too, like almost like theater, like, hello, I am here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, I thought it was really quotable too. Thought a lot of the dialogue was kind of poetic, actually, which I, I really appreciated. Uh, they're they're like it, they were usually in the mouth of uh, the main do- uh, the older doctor. I can't remember his. They all have like really bizarre names. I think they're supposed to be Romanian or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, but the older doctor, he had so many classic one-liners, uh, like when the younger doctor is going to bed. Uh, no, he's like, he's like, I should go out and see the princess. And he's like, well, you'd be wiser to go to sleep. Mysterious <laughs> princesses are more easily conquered in dreams. Like, you know, <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck? That's a great line, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, so there, I, I really love that. Um, you know, kept me captivated all the way through. I, I you know, uh, there was also a really cool effect towards the end as well. Like with the, I think the head in the fire. That was really cool. I yeah. really like that. Um yeah, I think overall, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was a great, great film. I, in terms of bad things about it, I mean, you know, I feel almost like nitpicky. You know what I mean? I, I think one thing that I really appreciated about it was it just kind of felt there was something that felt kind of cozy about it. And I don't know if that's because of how old it was, but still maintaining that kind of gothic, you know, that horror element as well. It felt like a movie I would watch you know, being sick at home or something like that. You know what I mean? And just trying to feel yeah. better and like, oh, but still getting a little flavor of the horror. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you, Barbara Steele. She she uh, kind of stole my heart on this one. So, 
You know, I don't want to say anything bad. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, Thrash. Thoughts on uh, Black Sunday? Well, I'm going to have to sound like a a broken record on a couple of things here because I I can't stress enough how right you guys have been so far. That opening sequence is possibly the best part of the whole movie with the Inquisitioners and the torture and her cursing them. And yes, Barbara Steele is absolutely breathtaking, but yet and at the same time can be very foreboding and scary. It's mm-hmm. She's almost like a succubus where, yeah. you know, she's uh, beautiful and she pulls you in, but you know that you really shouldn't be pulled in. She makes a couple of expressions and she's not even wearing a mask, but is actually scarier than the death mask they have her wearing at one point. Yeah. And it's very difficult for a very young woman. She was very young when she took this part. For a very young woman to pull that off, so you, you can't minimize her influence. Um, moving forward, I too love the two doctors, and I believe they were Russians, if I remember correctly. It's based on a Russian okay. short story. Okay. And um, but I love the fact, and we've seen it uh, many times since. You have the two men of science who are stuck in the story of the occult, and that's really really grounding. You have two doctors, two professionals. Who get caught up in this of uh, this world of rich witchcraft and sorcery? So even men of science can get pulled into this seedy underworld. Um, and I think that's great because they're actually two very different characters. The young doctor is pulled in because he falls in love with Barbara Steele. The older one is just too busy scoffing to realize how much trouble he's in. <laughs> and and of course the, the two of them both have their own little clash with um with with the macabre i love the atmosphere i mean the, the the imagery is just outstanding i love the little things they do to kind of get you to like jump in your sca- uh seat other oh, the scorpions i'm glad you reminded me of that because when i first saw that i'm like that for the cameraman that must have been horrifying he's like how am i gonna clean up all these scorpions afterwards uh because as you know the little ones are the most poisonous um i also i love the fact that like, little things like when the father sends the manservant or the brother sends the manservant to get the doctor and the manservant leaves. And when he gets there, it's actually her reconstituted manservant. And you're like, oh, dear, they're in trouble. And little things like that that just, even though they set up the plot in the first two minutes of the film, they keep you guessing throughout. It's really tough to do that. You have Mm. to really put some effort into a script to keep it fresh, even though you know where you know where it's all going to end up. If I have a criticism, and it's okay. not a huge one, but if I have any criticism at all, it's the fact that a certain amount of this film is—I don't want to say predictable, but you, you just you know where it's going. Like, okay, they're playing hooky from the seminar, the, the the convention. That's great, but oh, how convenient that their stagecoach breaks down at just this point. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, the doctor's yeah. looking through the glass, and he sees the body, and he goes, hmm, I probably shouldn't break that glass. That could be a problem. And then the bat comes out at that point, and he, what does he do? He shoots through the glass. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he manages to cut his finger on the glass. And it, it's like, it's, it's, I don't want to say contrived, but they yeah. kind of go out of their way to make everything just sort of come together. And, a little too um, easy. Yeah. Yes. Very, very convenient. I think you're very convenient. (laughs) But it's, I got to tell you, it's one of the most influential horror movies, period. It influenced uh, the Mexican um, Brainiac, uh, Black Sabbath with uh, Boris Karloff, 
um, nice. post story set in New England. It's a very influential film, and on the whole, it's one of my all time favorites. Nice, nice. I don't know why I got a Three Stooges vibe when the older doctor just randomly pulled out a gun. <laughs> the whole time he's just fighting the yeah. bat. And then out that of nowhere, he just pulls the guns out, like Three Stooges style, just out of nowhere, shoots it. I was rolling uh, at that. Nubis. So basically what Thrash is saying is that the doctor heard a voice, and that voice was Hans Gruber saying, shoot the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys covered a lot of ground there. You know, I talk about with this film. Uh, I was kind of uh, surprised, though, that this was Baba's first directorial uh, debut. So, in his first film, that's really quite amazing. Uh, the visuals were awesome. The set pieces. Uh, you were showing. You were showing the uh, the clip of the uh, the, the hoods. Uh, that kind of just so isolating atmosphere that it creates. I, I just, it's so awesome. Uh, again, Barbara Steele. Lot, can't much more to say on that. She's just hypnotizing and mesmerizing to look at. Uh, the, the effects for the time were really good. Like yeah. you show all the the face stuff, the bad acne she had going on that the doctor couldn't resist. Uh, <laughs> but that was really creepy crap. You know, like that's something that is really surprising to me for 1960. So, and of course the mask of Satan getting impaled in her in her face and the blood squirting out. Like that stuff's just amazing. Um, I was actually quite surprised that, I mean, just because it's Rotten Tomatoes, but the critics gave this like an 86% and the audience is like 77. So I, I found that to be pretty wow. impressive. Yeah. For a 1960 film, as far as like negatives, uh, like Jeff and, and thrash, it's really just kind of nitpicking, but it's more about personal taste. And it's just like, I'm not generally a fan of black and white horror films. I never really have been. Uh, I don't know what the reason is, maybe just because my age. I mean, I don't know, just whatever it is. Like, I don't often find myself being very scared by black and white films. Uh, but this does have like a nice gothic uh, creepiness about it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly worth all the praise that it gets, uh, especially when it stands out among some of the other ones around the same time, same time period. Yeah, yeah, very well said, very well said. But yeah, uh, thanks for bringing up the, the 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 practical effects. Makeup is really good. But yeah, there were there were really cool visual moments that I didn't I forgot to mention. So Nubis, uh, props for him to bring bringing it up. But like the one where it's just the corpse, and you see the 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 corpse filling up, yeah, from the inside, and like almost trying to create eyeballs a little bit. Mm -hmm. That was cool, man. Or when she touches the or her descendant. She like transfers her energy to her, and so her wrinkles start going away, and then the descendant yeah. starts getting older. Uh, that was pretty cool. The young doctor was like, Oh, she's I was, I was kind of, I was like, Come on, man. <laughs> the young doctor at the end was like, Ah, oh, she's old and ragged and fucked up now. God damn it. <laughs> like, Come on, man. This guy's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Kick it to um, the curb. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know me. I mean, nitpicky wise, you know me. I, want more violence or more action and stuff like that but i mean that's just me being nitpicky but i think it had a lot the scrap at the end was interesting because it was filmed in a way where you could barely see it with her servant versus the love interest um and uh but it kind of made it chaotic because uh -huh. they were all over the place so it kind of worked 
that you didn't really see the action fully. They're just rolling around, kicking each other in the walls and stuff. It was it was kind of chaotic in a way. Kind of felt a little realistic in a way. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she she tried to uh, set up her descendant to get uh, killed off. Didn't work out. And I like how he grabbed. Uh, he went after her and grabbed her shoulder or pulled apart her cloak and you could see she's not fully regenerated uh, yet, yeah. which was kind of oh. badass, man. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, they finally, there's no, there was no rain this time. They burned, they burned her. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was her. Look at that face. Damn. Yeah, look dude. At that face. Just, I know. Oh, Gosh. Yeah. And of course it ends with, with the lovey dovey. You know, was it was it me or did the young doctor look like young Clancy Brown? <laughs> I don't know. At times he was remind he was reminded me of Clancy that. Brown a little bit yeah. for some reason. Uh but yeah, Black Sunday, uh, I ended up enjoying it more um rewatching it after all these years. I was surprised. Oh, radical Reggie in the house. I hope you're feeling better, brother. That's the legend right there. Y'all need to subscribe to the radical one. That's right. And we'll get him on. Uh, I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let Reggie. I'll let you know what we're doing next Thursday. You might want in on that one, man, because <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, overall, very solid, very enjoyable. But now let's fast forward seventeen years. Suspiria, nineteen seventy-seven. Plot synopsis: An American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy comes to realize that the school is a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. That's right. Directed by you-know-who, Mr. Argento, uh, starring Jessica Harper, uh, who I seen in another film that I didn't I didn't think I was going to enjoy. Uh, and Thrash, you know the other movie she was in that was popular around that time, right? I don't know the paradise. Yes, I was the paradise. Yes, I, I was surprised. I enjoyed that movie. I just—it was fun. I, I I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's a good film. It was all about beef, man. <laughs> beef. You guys got. If you haven't, you want to know what I'm talking about with beef. You got. You got to watch uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into this. So I've I've heard for many years uh, how good. Uh, this film is and it's iconic and inspirational and inspires people today and everybody hates the new movie. I have not seen it. I have not seen the new movie, the reboot. I have not seen it, but people, a lot of people hate it. Some people I heard liked it for what it was, but overall people were like, why touch uh, a classic? Um, but, you know, let's, let's rewind a little bit. So when I first seen it, I was like, okay, let's see what all the hubbub's about. I really liked it, man. I, I had no, I, I didn't know the plot synopsis or anything. I didn't know anything. I just went in blind and I was, I was, I was tripping, man, by the end. And I was like, this is a fucking coven. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. This is a witch coven, man. Like what? Mm -hmm. You know? And uh, I enjoyed the, the score from Goblin. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Goblin did the score. Uh, even though the la la la, you know, that can get a little annoying sometimes, but I still I still enjoy that song a lot. I like that song a lot. But if you if you hear that song, you know, they, there's little cues earlier in the movie, you know, when they when you hear witch, 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 you know, in the in the in the in the in the uh the the the, the main tune of the film. Uh but I didn't even hear all that the first time I watched it. I was just kind of just taking it all in. And holy shit, 
just like Black Sabbath, the beginning of this movie is fucking insane, man. It is wild, man. It, it, it's the best kill. It's the it's just overkill gore fest. So for you gore hounds out there, like Samurai Guy, I I love the beginning of this movie. Uh, but yeah, just you know, I, I feel like I'm going to repeat a lot of the same stuff I said with Black Sunday, but in terms of film being a, a visual feast. This movie is a visual feast. Yeah. It, it's insane. Uh, you know, the cinematography, the lighting, everything that Argento has put together. How the fuck do you have five billion colors in one shot? <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> you know, I was just like, wow. You know, uh, but yeah, this is just a visual feast. And, uh, you know, I, I like the twist at the end. I, I think the twist, the big reveal... Uh, is what sells it for me. There's, believe it or not, don't get mad at me. I'm not saying this. I'm curious. These guys might say it. So, hey, I'm not saying it. But there's a lot of people out there that the kind of thinks Suspiria is overrated. And that's fine to each his own. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say this. Don't get mad at me. I'm recording other people. I've heard people say this. It's colorful. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a, it's a colorful movie. Eh, mm-hmm. That's all I got from it. Really. Literally, you know, whatever. Literally, not figuratively. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, let's let's, uh, let's let's see what's going on here with other people have to, to say about the film. Hold on a second. Uh, Super chat. Thank you so much, uh, certified badass channel member John. Uh, Bonnie, thanks again for the super chat. He goes, what's up all? And Fat Samurai Guy, just checking in to say, how about that last episode of Andor? I have not seen it. So, no spoilers. Uh, Samurai Guy will get to it uh, this week. But thank you so much, my friend, for the super chat. So, uh, But yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue it more to you guys. It's weird. Uh, I really, really like this movie a lot. But I can't really think of that much to say about it. I I, I I felt like I had more to say about Black Sunday, which is weird. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to segue to Jeff, and I'll end it with this: It's colorful, <laughs> but no, I, I literally I, I, not I, figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am curious, Jeff. You had not seen this before. Never, yeah, I had not seen it yeah. before. Oh, great! I'm gonna love yeah. it. But I, I, I did enjoy this movie a lot. Like, I like it a lot. Like, I just there's a reason why I bought this on Blu-ray and then I bought it again on 4K. So, I am a fan of the film. Go ahead, Jeff. Suspiria. Yes. Well, so I'll start off by saying, you know, I was a little, I was a little hesitant going into it. I mean, I knew I was gonna watch it, but I was a little like, man, am I not gonna like this because? You know, the last verses we did, which was um, the burning and sleepaway camp, I like loved sweep, sleepaway camp. And then I I watched the burning and I was like, eh, God, this just does not feel as fun as that ride. And I, and I was a little afraid of this because I really loved Black Sunday. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to be the same thing. I'm just not going to live up to the movie I just watched. And, um, dude, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, all right, all right. I gotta say, dude, I, I, I. It started off, and I was like, okay, this is a little weird because they had like a voiceover over the credit, and I was like, okay, why are we doing a voiceover on the credits? That's a little funky. And then, uh, but I was like, okay, I had to rewind it a couple times to hear to even understand what was going on there. Uh, and then you know, we get through the uh, to, through the airport in uh, 
and uh yeah and that intro man i as that was unfolding i was like at each escalation of it, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, yeah. "Okay." And then when you get to the end, when it's all when that when it goes, tick, 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 I was like, "Oh shit!" And then yeah. she falls through, and just and then it hangs there. I was like, "Okay, fuck yes, I'm I'm buckled in." <laughs> you know what I mean? This is gonna be this is gonna be good, you know. And then, but then I I but still I was here's what I loved about it. I kept getting surprised. I, I kept feeling like I knew where it was headed. And then they would do like that second kill they did was fuck. Oh no, actually. Um, uh, yeah. The second one was, was that the dog one? Was that the second kill? I can't remember, but the I dog. So. Yeah. That was, was it. fucking crazy too. Cause it, yeah. Look at it. Pulling up the, I was like, Oh my God, man. They're getting traffic with that. But, but I jumped in, 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 and I jumped on the first kill too. When those eyes are all thing, like through the window, I was like, whoa, you yeah. know? And then, oh man. So the dog made, one made me jump. And then I got to say, man, that, that uh, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. I've only seen the film once, but the, the, uh, her friend who's kind of like helping her, her yeah. death, dude, when she jumps through that fucking little window, dude, and lands in a pit of barbed wire, I was I was like, dude, this is nightmare fuel. Like yeah. that I have that I haven't seen in a long time. Where it was like, you know, like weird obsessive compulsive nightmare fuel. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what if I swallowed attack kind of thing? You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah. that that was the level of this was like, oh, what if I just fall into a pit of barbed wire and you can't get out? You know, it was like, oh my God. It was oh man, just took my breath away. And another thing I have to say too, one of my other favorite films of all time is Eyes Wide Shut. And right, I yeah. but, um, had a lot of echoes of, of, of this film too. I don't know. I may probably not. Inte- I mean, I don't, who knows what Stanley Kubrick was influenced by, but especially, but it was the kind of cult. Here's what I think is interesting. There was, there was a parallel between the colors of the film uh, and the, um, and then the secret society, the cult, the coven kind of thing going on. Uh, Ice White Shut is a very red and blue contrasted film. And, um, and I found that here too. I got to give a shout out to my girlfriend for pointing that pointing out the colors to me because what I what I was harping on initially when I was talking to her about it was the uh, music felt very eyes wide shut as well at times you know that kind of experimental spooky mm-hmm. yeah. kind of kind of score at times and I got to say that's the other thing too I fucking loved the score yeah. I can't tell you how much every and, and no song ever annoyed me it never got to a point where it was like oh, that's getting annoying or anything like that and I, I and then how the like each time one of the scores came on. You're like, Oh shit, someone's about to die. <laughs> like that was the only time, but you never knew how it was going to unfold. So it would still scare me and kind of get me. That's always the interesting thing about Goblin's music and that, because it, it's so overwhelming, but yet you don't get sick of it. Like it's so massive with yeah. everything that's going on, but you just don't get tired of it at all. Absolutely. And you know what? And it, not only was it creative and kind of experimental, but it was also kind of experimentally used. So it'd be mm. kind of like overwhelming. And then she'd shut the door to a room and it'd just go suck it. Like there was no drop off. It was a very odd, unusual transition, but it worked. It kind of like kept the unnerving yeah. emotion of the film going atmosphere of the film going. So yeah, I loved it. And then the climax was amazing. You know, I didn't know how, where that was going. And then you see like the outline of the body and you're like, Oh shit, she's invisible. And she sees it. You know, that was, Oh man. Yeah, uh, that was so satisfying. That was I a satisfying ending. Wanted, you wanted, 
you know what it was too it was for killing her friend i felt like once her friend died you were like fuck these people dude like her friend was a good person you know a sweet girl you know and 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 this coven just just wasted her you know and um the only uh i'll I'll wrap it up because i feel like i'm blabbing on now but my what the the only nitpicky thing i had about it was that i there was one character so i every film that i watch of these i feel like there's an mvp the black sun doesn't even need to be said like we know who the mvp is there it's Mark yeah. Steel. <laughs> in this movie it was weird because i was like dude the mvp is really pablos and they didn't show they didn't do enough with pablos he was the guy bringing in the food that was all fucking <laughs> with, like, oh. with, the, with the teeth yeah with I, the teeth I was like, like from James Bond, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 it was like, yeah, yeah. We need more of him. You know, we need more. That was kind of, of fucked up, though, man. When you, when they, she introduces him, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you can call him ugly. It's fine. He he won't. He's like, doesn't well, matter. He won't. He won't. He won't respond. You can call him ugly. It's fine. But he got no teeth. And with I was that, like, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> with that setup, I thought they would do more with him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, that's a fair. With them, and I was like, ooh, this is that's gonna be fair. Fun. Maybe he's yeah. going to get obsessed with her and like right. try to, you know, make a move on, you know, shoot his shot with her at some point. You know what I mean? Uh, but that just uh, that never happened. That was the only thing I was a little bummed on. Um, yeah. It, 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 so, yeah, I, I think the characters, you know, in that respect could have been a little, you know, there was there was more to do there that he didn't do. But other than that, Good point. I mean, great yeah. film. All right. Thrash. Well, I'm going to start from the beginning because it's really important. Um, Jessica uh, Harper was absolutely perfect for this film because she, in any of the films you see her in, she was in the uh, sequel to uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. She was in Pendants from Heaven. And she always manages to have this great sort of, I don't want to be here, look. And uh, <laughs> she, she does this fish out of water face, which was absolutely perfect for this movie. Like, like, and it starts off right from the get-go. Oh, and by the way, that little opening narration, in the original Italian, and I must confess, I've only seen this in the English version, same with uh, Black Sabbath. In the original version, that's actually Dario Argento. And he's oh. setting the stage himself. Mm, okay. It's like, he's this is my story, and here's the setting. Um, it was supposed to be like an almost Shakespearean um, staging. Uh, it didn't really work in the English version. The guy, the guy was kind of phoning it in. But I, it starts I'm, off, I'm you're in the German it. airport. Yeah. yeah, I know. Really, She's at the German airport, and she looks at – you also see that very artificial red light, which you always seem to see when she's about to get in trouble. Um, mm. um, that neon red, that's her color, and it means, honey, be on your, um, on your toes. She looks out the door, and already she knows things are going to go downhill. She goes outside, and it's not just inclement weather. It's gale force winds, thunder and lightning, driving rain. She almost gets herself killed just trying to flag a taxi. Taxi driver is is one of the creepiest people in the entire movie. We're not in Kansas anymore. It really <laughs> it sets the stage, boom, right there. And things yeah. go downhill when she gets to the school. She's going in. And our first victim is going out. I mean, there's a lot going on here. And she's only marginally connected. And I couldn't agree with you more on that first kill. I mean, I really thought, and I saw the film years ago, but I rewatched it for the purpose of the show. I really thought it was going to become 
another slasher film. Slasher films were actually almost experimental at this point. And not only did I love, I didn't love the girl getting hung, not only, but I think it was a great shot, that, that drop. But did you yeah. notice her friend, who is very ineffectually trying to get help from everyone? Yeah. She gets killed yeah. in the three places, yeah. the forehead, Hard. and then... Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like some type of satanic um, gospel read, where because it's the head, the mouth, and the and, and the heart, like boom, boom, boom. It's like, and I'm like, yeah, what? That couldn't have been accidental, but yeah, it looks staged. And yeah. I just, it was just such a great scene. But then they shift gears again. There's a lot of shifting gears in this film, and they do that intentionally. I feel to um, keep you feeling off balance because you're supposed to be like Miss Harper. You're supposed to be very unbalanced. I don't know who did the location shots, but those interior shots are like literally something out of a German expressionist painting. I mean, it's all very, very jarring. The people are all very unnerving from that sort of um, nurse ratchet out of Boys in the Brazil, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, a dance instructor, um, the, the little boy, the nephew, who looks like one of the princes in the tower. Um, the the two uh, Eastern European cooks, the females who look like something out of a, a Brothers Grimm story. I mean, everyone there is really, really, really unnerving. And I can't figure out why Jessica Harper doesn't just simply go home. You know, <laughs> you know oh, you have no record of me? Okay, deuces, bye. <laughs> but no, she just had to stick it out. And... Um, it just it, visually, it's absolutely amazing, and I I love how it unfolds. Um, uh, again, the, the the kill with the dog was just out of left field. I mean, we knew he was going to die. Um, we just didn't know how. Having him killed by his own service animal that's, beef. that was amazing. So again, visually, I thought the film was absolutely amazing, and the way that they unfolded it really kind of brought you along. If I have a criticism, though, how should I put this? There were so many false flags, it kind of undermined the story for me. I mean, we, as, as you say, not, not only the, the Romanian um, uh, uh, you know, uh, server, I mean, that guy who looks like Keith Carradine, who is going to be your love interest, he has two yeah. lines that we virtually never see him again. Um, mm -hmm. Before she becomes a friend with Susie, there's that rich socialite who she lives with for like two days. And then right. we never see her again. Um, yeah, Daniel, the blind piano player, we're still never sure. I mean, like, did, I, did they have a deleted scene? Do we find mm -hmm. out why Coven decides to turn on him? Yeah. I you know, his dog, his dog attacked a young boy. That's oh, right. But that seems, staged, that seems staged too. Like Might they were be. looking for a yeah. reason to throw him out. Oh, um, yeah. It, it, Could be, yeah. Yeah, no, you, I, I felt that too. Yeah, it felt a little, yeah, that felt like a, like a loose thread or something. The David the Carradine, I, the, the Keith Carradine guy, was he in on it too? Yes. Okay. I yeah, had a feeling he was, he was, he was one of their own. Yeah. And that's part of the problem is that the piano guy wasn't part of the coven. Like, like towards the end, you find out like everybody's involved that you're like, holy shit, everybody. There was people I didn't even see in the film was in the background. I'm like, God damn. But you were, maybe that was it. He wasn't involved. That's why they were trying to clear the decks. One did, of the things I tried to do, though, is... Did you mention Olga Thrash? Olga character, well, right? Olga was like her first friend or, well, yeah, sort of, right? Okay. Oh, the, the socialite girl, the one she lives with for two days. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the one that was like, hey, give me fifty dollars. That one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, she just disappeared too. That character, yeah, like we didn't see her anymore. Yeah. And we never found out why. I thought that was going to be. It could have been, yeah. I, I started. I started second guessing what the plot was. Like for, at one point, I thought the twist was going to be that we found out they needed a new leader of the coven, and it was going to be Jessica Harper. She just didn't know it yet. I thought it was going to be like something of the legacy. Yeah, interesting. I was her too. Uh, that wasn't the case, but I thought it, I thought it made a better ending. One thing I got to tell you though about about the Romanian uh, serving guy. He does take her lighter. And did you notice the coolest thing about that lighter? It had a clock in front of it, as in mm-hmm. burning time. The mm-hmm. burning time is what they refer to as the European rituals. Because oh. they burned up the witches, so it was burning time. Mm. Uh, Look at that. Yeah. Dropping the knowledge. Yeah, That's, that's right. Deep, I yeah. love it. I love it. Uh, I have that's to ask idea. you really quick before we go to Anubis, uh, Thrash, since you watched the Itai version. Did you hear actual Udo Kier's real voice? Oh, oh no, I, I I heard the English dub version. I like I said, I had to oh. confess, I've only heard the English dub version. Oh, I thought so. No, okay, the one I did, Udo Kier is also dubbed. Because how dare movie. you dub over Udo I just, Kier? I had read. <laughs> yeah, it was funny seeing him in this movie. He's so young and he looked normal. I'm not used to seeing him so young and normal, but he was he was just like. And this was my voice, and uh, I am a psychiatrist. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Udo. <laughs> but no, I'm just, I'm just, I just, I was curious. All right, Nubis, it's uh, colorful, right? Yeah, it's, it's colorful. Uh, you know, one thing I saw this like in the '90s. So I was probably about 27. I think it was like on the Sci Fi Channel or. Maybe up all night or something. I didn't never heard of it, but when I saw it, I fell in love with it. And I remember there was a slogan of sorts that said something like, "If the first ten minutes of this film doesn't scare you, the last five minutes will terrify you." And uh, ever since then, I've been a huge fan of this film. As you guys have pointed out, great use of colors. The soundtrack's amazing, and and Thrash, you really nail it, Jessica shines with like a sense of innocence in this film. Everything she does, you believe. Like she just really exudes an innocent girl in this film. And that's how you need to play that character. You already mentioned the cameo by Udo, which was really nice to see. I didn't catch it till like years later. I was like, wait a minute, that's Udo. You know, um, the thing about this film is it does a nice job of creating genuine tension and horror throughout it. Like you're, yeah. I'm always on edge. Even now, when I watch it, I'm always on edge. And I've seen it like five thousand times. Um, and I'm glad you didn't. I don't know if you had this scene, Samurai, but the last scene with her friend that comes through the door still haunts me to this day. It's oh. it's one of my favorite oh. shots. Oh, in the film. Dude. horrifying thing. Oh. It's, it's, what, it's one of my favorites. Cackling and laughing. Oh my god. God, that was it's, brutal, man. Yeah, it was. It's brutal. <laughs> um, what I do that thing that Jeff kind of pointed to was like how things kind of changed up in the film. So uh, you talk about the girl at the beginning, like she's coming out just as going in. There's like there's always these flashbacks of like something she said in the middle of this rainstorm. So then when she's in the room, she's like, "There's got to be another room here." So then it's like the blue lotus, and so there's like a little thing she's got to turn. 
to get into a secret passage. So it's really cool that there's like these breadcrumbs of hints that she's got to follow mm-hmm. to get to where she needs to be and uh, unravel the whole mystery of what's going on in this place. But yeah, I just, this, this movie is a masterpiece for me. I know with Argento fans, it's either it's one of his other movies or whatever, but this one for me, is like his unicorn. Like it's just the, everything about it is great. The, even just when I looked at it again today, the the settings like the buildings the way they looked and it's just so perfect like for what you want with the shots he's got and the colors and the color schemes and i don't know how he did it but he somehow just hit gold with this and i'll say this samurai uh when it comes to the remake i gave it a seven a seven out of ten okay i I actually want to watch it now it's it's different it's not it's not a pure remake so you have to go into it saying, okay, this is different. And it's different for a lot of reasons. Okay. Uh, Suspiria is part of a trilogy. So right. you have Suspiria, Inferno, and then the Mother of Tears. Well, the director of the remake took all three films and brought them together. Mm. And his version, it focuses mm. more on the dance aspect as a way for the witchcraft to work. Whereas this Suspiria, it's really kind of a backstory to everything that's going on. Right. So if you're gonna check it out, that just go in knowing it is kind of completely different. That's why I kind of don't even consider it Suspiria. I just consider it part of that universe, but just not Suspiria remake. Well, different, different's good if it's good. Different, right? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Well acted. I mean, you yeah, have yeah. Dakota Johnson. And I enjoyed so- uh, Inferno, man. Inferno's good too. Yeah, I did. Jeff, uh, check out and, Inferno. Uh, man. Yeah, I gotta check out Inferno for sure. I was really shocked that Rotten Tomatoes had this at 93% for critics and 83% for audience. Like it blew my mind. When wow. I yeah. Yeah. So I was quite happy with that. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is my, I mean, I love the beginning uh, cause it's just chaos, but yeah, this shot Anubis, you're correct. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, this is, this is true, real horror. Yeah. We're looking yeah. at yeah. this yeah. is great. <laughs> Especially since I loved the friends so much, and then they then it's like you're doing this to me. You're making her come out to kill the protagonist. You're like come on, like all haunted and shit. It was right. it was cruel, man, but it was great. That, 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 this this cool. witch thought this 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 head witch thought she was the shit, huh? Yeah, she, she did. didn't. She just I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just sit here because I'm invisible. I'm just gonna sit here. Nothing's gonna happen to me. I'm just gonna I'm yeah. gonna I'm just gonna sit here and talk shit. He's talking shit the whole time, sitting on the bed. And then oh, she was like, Well, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna stab you right there. Uh yeah. and then just chaos. Uh I love how you know the building was falling apart, and the the, the other witches were like getting all fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Uh it was fun seeing that. Uh, I was enjoying uh, their their her um, uh, mid level witches their little discussion uh, when she was you know when she was searching around and she found them all having like a little meeting and she's just like the American woman needs to die <laughs> it's just like vanish. die die vanish her <laughs> but you know what I really like about that particular scene is when she has a slip behind the curtain and it's kind of like see through. So it's really kind of cool, kind of kind of cloaks her, but the way it was shot was yeah. really awesome. I yeah. really like that effect. Yeah, the more since you brought it up, Thrash, I'm thinking about it a lot more and more how 
there's the, the little side characters they didn't really do that much with uh especially with that scene with the whole die she will die you have that one scene where the little boy is like talking to teeth yeah and teeth comes over there and i was like oh he's gonna tell teeth that she's he sees her behind the right you know the, but no then nothing happens you know so <laughs> yeah, maybe I feel like it would have been cool to have it would have been cooler to have the piano player like trying to help the protagonist out or something like give like a real good reason for him to die that we all right. see you know what I mean that doesn't just sort of, we have to infer through all these like contrivances and stuff yeah right 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 and of course you may have done it on purpose you know you know giving giving us red herrings to just throw us off our game maybe right? yeah. Yeah, that could be it. I can, I can, I can. I'm down for that for sure. But then I would, but then I would jump on your criticism though, Thrash, and say maybe too many red herrings. You know what I mean? It's like you don't get away. Maybe you get I away from so. that, criticism, but you kind of just end up at a different criticism. You know, um, Nubis for for the reboot, oh, however you want to call the, the the other Suspiria film. I have a question: Did the director go? There's no way we can remake the original classic no matter how good of a movie we make it's the fans are going to kill us we're dead in the water so we're let's do our own thing is that what happened actually from what i had read the director hates argento hates me. oh god here's here's the here's the kicker okay 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 he does such a nice job for 95% of that movie. And then what, what happens? The last 10 or 15 minutes, he fucking goes Argento, which throws... It's the worst part of the film for me. Wow. I, I would enjoy that part of it. But I'm like, dude, you were doing so well doing your own fucking thing. Why did you right. go all Argento all of a sudden? It's like, why? So that's really my biggest criticism with the new film. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The film, there's such really good acting, and it's really shot well. He did a really good job with it, so it's its own monster. I just, okay. I, it's not going to live up to Argento's version, but I give it some credit for original. Okay, all right, interesting, interesting. All right, well, it's time to vote. And Thrash, the cool, fun thing about verses is there's there's no criteria for voting. You could be a critic about it, or. <laughs> Or you could just be completely biased and be like, Barbara Steele is fucking hot. Fuck the other movie. I'm going for Barbara Steele. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. It could be any reason, your own personal reason, that's what you vote for. I will go last. Jeff, who you got? Black Sunday or Suspiria? Yeah, man, dude, this was this was actually a really tough choice. I I you know what I, I got really crazy with it and broke down like all these different features of the film, you know, the, the special effects, the, the climax, the kills, the, this, the, that I ended up after on balance, they were tied. And I tried all not right. to look at the other side's numbers, but I was like, wow. Okay. Now, of course, certain things weigh a little more than others. Mm -hmm. So it was, I don't feel like, I do think there is a winner here for me. Um, look, black Sunday, I mean, uh, she brought, brought Barbara Steele into my life, and I and I love that. And also that director, um, I wasn't Bob familiar with his rec, his, yeah. his work before this. And I gotta say, man, I loved I loved the way the camera moved. I loved how lively and just active the film felt, especially for just being like a black and white film that you know from the early '60s. 
Um, it, it felt like it could have been directed by somebody today. You know what I mean? Using the same techniques and stuff. So I, I really, really did love uh, Black Sunday. Um, you know, and like I said before, you know, look, Black Sunday felt like it feels like home to me. There's a kind of coziness I feel with the tone of that film, even though it's a horror film. It just feels like like a cozy blanket, you know. Um, Suspiria felt kind of like I got kidnapped from my my home, okay, and woke up <laughs> in a fucking dungeon, okay. <laughs> it was so effective with its horror elements that I was like, you know, and, and look, I one is black and white. One is in color. I think they both do really well for what their palettes are. Right. But I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm with you, Anubis. I, you know, I'm, I'm a little partial to the color films. Like the black and white doesn't really scare me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as effective as it can be. So um, now, not for just the color alone. Um, you know, I don't really know what it is. There's just a little magic. Mm-hmm little extra magic to Suspiria that I felt that I took away. Okay. And so that, that's where my vote goes. Suspiria. Nice. Nice. And credit to Anubis. Uh, he, you're on a roll, my friend. This is his picks. These are his suggestions for the second week of horror versus. So he's been, he's not, he's been on a roll. Uh, all right. So Suspiria for Jeff thrash. Who you got? I too found this to be a photo finish. Both films were icons of the horror genre. I love both directors. I thought the performances in both were outstanding from the mains, Miss Harper, Miss Steele, all the way down to the supporting cast. It was just, they're both very, very well executed. But I'm going to cut to the chase. Because I felt that Suspiria, though visually stunning, was just missing a little bits here and there, characters not being properly uh, exploited or extrapolated on. I just felt like there was something on the cutting room floor that could have pulled the whole thing together. And as I didn't feel that about Black Sunday, I'm going to say Black Sunday narrowly wow. edges out Suspiria. Wow. All wow. right. Nice. Look nice. At it. Make, yeah. make it an interesting. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. All right. Nubis. Uh, well, two things. Uh, when I was talking with Samurai last week about possible matchups, do you remember when I mentioned that? You know, I gave you like a list. I said one of the possibilities would be Lords of Salem by Zombie, and you're like, uh, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not do that. Uh, uh, can you show me Joel first? Because if he goes against me, then I'm going to be pissed. So. <laughs> Are you sure? You yeah. You want to save up the suspense for Joel? Yeah, yeah I want to see what he's got to say. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, all right. right. Pull Joel out. This all is right. uh, old Joel Valley, filmmaker, media glitch. Right this is his pick, guys. Here we go. All right. I'm on set, and I can't believe you guys are doing this episode, Suspiria episode without me. Black Sunday. What is What is wrong with you guys? What is wrong with you guys? I don't have much time. Yeah, so but I will say this. Are you thinking it's the supernovas that we would bounce right there? Hey. Oh, hi. I bet you agree with me. What's a better movie, Black Sunday or Suspiria? Mm, Suspiria. That's right. Suspiria. My vote goes for Suspiria all the way. Suspiria? I haven't seen it already. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. He just Suspiria. So they've got all those votes. All those votes say Suspiria. 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 All those votes are for Suspiria. That's my vote because it's the best witch movie ever made. There will never be one that's better. Did you like the remake? Stop it. Get out of here. Get out of here. No. Oh my God. Did we see that together? Yes, we did. Suspiria is my vote for that. You know, it's gonna, it's awesome. Argento is king. That's it. That's it. I missed it. What did he pick? <laughs> he picked the colorful one, Thrash. Hey, I'll vote for him over because he and I agree. So oh, it's my okay. horror movie of all time. That's your favorite of all time? Yep, hands down. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. All right. Look at that. That's awesome. Well, well, it is time for the samurai guy to vote. And uh again, re-watching Black Sunday. I always want to say Black Sabbath. Rewatching Black Sunday. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it is. It is a good movie. Is that, is, that's I, Baba too, right, Nubis? What? Yes. Black Sabbath. Yes, it is Mario Baba. Check out Black Sabbath, Jeff. It's another Baba movie. Yeah, yeah. It's an it. anthology. It's There's like uh, different stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it. in color too, Jeff. So you're, you'll be all right. I'm down. <laughs> Very colorful. The band Black Sabbath took their name from that film. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Cool um, but uh, yeah, after. You know, I I, end, I remember liking Black Sunday, and then five billion years later, watching it again, uh, I actually love Black Sunday now. But, but <laughs> I got to be true to myself. Reign supreme. <laughs> Sorry, thrash. Thr- thrash, I am happy you voted for Black Sunday. I am actually happy. Yeah. Because I like it when things get, you know, gets, uh, makes things interesting when people vote uh, against the chain. Because I actually thought, even with Lindsay here and, and, and uh, Scott and everyone, I thought it was going to be a clean sweep, to be honest. I thought it was going to be a clean sweep. So it's nice to see Thrash uh, mix it up there. Very, I'm always the fly in the ointment. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, th- I thought you had good reasons. I mean, they were. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh oh, uh oh. Joel's here in the chat right now. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, we agree. We agree, Joel. We agree. I know. Hell is frozen over, Joel. Uh, yes, the superior one, my friend. Voters. Joel was trying to pick up extra voters around the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, didn't he didn't need them. Just in case. He didn't need them. <laughs> Thrash got thrashed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all. There's no losers here. It's all good. No, I uh, know, just I for know. just for fun though. Uh, here you go. We finally agreed. Yeah. <laughs> finally, Joel. How much money did you send Anubis? What's going? Yeah, on? right. What's going on here? Uh, but yeah, uh, just uh, as 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 tradition, as is tradition, I I always show uh, what the public votes. First up, uh, our certified badass channel members. Uh, we had five votes from them, so I love to give them some shine. So out of the five votes, uh, they lean towards Suspiria also. So shout out to the channel members. You guys fucking rock. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. And for the public, this is we have about like 96 votes, <laughs> and they still swung wow. towards Suspiria. So Thrash, if we ever have a tie here on Versus, we, we usually go to the public to break the tie. 
yeah. which uh, Tony, Mr. Tony of the Dead hates with a passion. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Tony's like, fuck the public. So It's so hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, but we'll have those guys on uh, next week. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, great panel tonight. Uh, <laughs> Joel. Smart channel members. Smart channel members. Um, included. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, yeah, so this was a great, great, awesome versus tonight. Thanks all you badasses for watching. That's right. That's right. Keep watching horror movies. That's right. Represent the genre, son. Keep it alive. That's right. It's one of the greatest movie genres of all time. That's right, baby. And don't forget in the description box below, subscribe to Nubis. Subscribe to Thrash Pondo. Subscribe. Well, follow <laughs> Jeff and Darren, the Gear Brothers, the Retaliators, son. That's right. Keep an eye out for the digital release. Buy it. Share it, son. That's right. And if you're new here, hey, subscribe to the old Samurai guy. I appreciate that. And uh, like and share all that good stuff. If you enjoyed the content, that's right. We appreciate you guys watching. All right. Uh, let's see if there's anything. Uh, Thrash, you got anything coming up? Uh yes, I have a um next Thursday. I have around the same time I have a podcast with a BK on the air. Uh Pat McCormick and Dave Sunstrom are joining me, and we're gonna be having a show on the milestones of retro memories. I also on the 22nd of October, and I believe one Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be joining the unapologetic geek on ah. his uh live showing in his public domain theater he's going to be showing night of living dead and Ooh. it's going to be a watch along and it's going to be so much fun ah. and um i'll be a guesting for that as well nice nice awesome i'm sure everybody watching now is going to check that out as well uh nubis anything coming up on the channel uh, well, uh, if you need to find any of my podcasts with Neko, she's not here right now, but uh, we do it every Wednesday for audio. And then we try to do stuff for our YouTube channel as well next Thursday, which I won't be here for the verses that we're doing then, but trying to get with Lone Wolf Ronin. And we're going to do a new segment that's called Lone Wolf with Dub, where we review martial arts movies. Nice. So, uh, the first one up for next week is Seven Grandmasters. So, oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. So outside of that, not not much else going on. All right. And Jeff, hey, hey, what's going on in the Gear Brothers universe? Yeah. So we uh, we are going digital very soon on VOD. So uh, please, you know, uh, look out for that and uh, check out check out the film if you haven't seen it yet or you want to see it again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 a must. <laughs> it's a must. And uh since he's still here, Joel, he says uh this is his film project. Watch Deer Camp 86 when it comes out. I watched the trailer and it's right up my alley, man. Right up my alley. I'm excited for this. Uh and uh he says down here uh Anubis reviewed his movie on his channel. That's right, Joel's other movie, Beautiful Prison. That's right. Ooh. Tons of badasses here on the channel. That's right. Filmmakers, writers. That's right. Martial artists. Well, I'm kind of old right now. I can't do no sidekick anymore. <laughs> I can do low kick. That's samurai, guys. <laughs> I kick in the leg. I kick in the shin. Sweet I shin music. I still want to mess with you, samurai. You know, whether you can do a sidekick or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, 
<laughs> always a always a blast to have you guys here. Thrash, we'll get you on some future ones. Uh, of course. This is a blast. Definitely when you I'm get... definitely coming back. Yeah, yes, yeah, man. I'm glad you had a good time. Thrash in your life. Always so yeah, much fun. yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Share this video. Keep watching horror. Uh, let's see. Saturday night, uh, me and Lady Fabla are going to be talking about Werewolf by Night and Hellraiser and possibly another third horror film that came out recently. We're going to see if we could try to see it that Friday. And if we could see it Friday, then uh, there'll be three movies we'll be talking about Saturday. So, all right, guys, we'll see you Saturday. What's up? So please say it, smile. <laughs> no, it's not smile. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Don't go, you guys don't go anywhere, but I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys.